The internet is a vast ocean of unofficial intelligence. The following views and opinions expressed on this show do not represent the parties expressing them. Their jokes lighten up. Now let's start the show. The case you are about to go on is very dangerous, requires courage, ingenuity, and above all things, intelligence. That is correct. Sometimes you've got brain. Don't let us go to your head. Medulla oblongata. That is one big pile of shit. Why don't you show them what you've discovered so far? We ain't found shit. Boom. You looking for this? Ciao, benvenuti a un altro episodio di Intelligence Non Pucciale. È il tuo migliore amico Stefano qui con Benedetto e Antonio. Come state ragazzi? Ah, bien, bien. We're international, <laughs> bueno, baby! Bueno. Ben Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, it's been uh, too long. I'm at, I'm unpracticed. Yeah, no, it's all right. I you know I was practicing that for a while. So and if I offended anybody, I'm sorry. But basically, I said, "Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Unofficial Intelligence. It's your best friend Steve here, along with Ben and Anthony. What's going on, guys? The end. The end. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we got a great episode uh, coming off the heels of probably one of our favorite episodes to date. Spoke with our good friend turned acclaimed chef Justin Werner. He was here last week. Uh, learned a little something. Uh, also got a peek into Ben's world and what he was doing during the pandemic. Motherfucker turned into fucking Chef Quarantine. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Chef Ben RD. Yeah. Oh, man. Ben Crocker. But, uh, ooh. ooh, there you go. <laughs> he was trying to get brownie points at work today. That's what, you know, this is a late episode. We're coming to you on a, on a, on a late Tuesday evening. We do have the All-Star game on in the background. So if we, if we seem distracted, it's because somebody did something that we appreciate. There was uh, one episode we did uh, that was opening day for the Mets, and I totally clocked out like 30 <laughs> minutes before the podcast, and then I was just watching the game. <laughs> Extended silence. Um, you know, we got uh, a lot of things to talk about. This episode is probably going to be heavy on the sports. Coming off the home run derby last night, that was awesome. We know we got a lot of Mets fans that listen, so they're happy today. Uh, Italy, they did some cool things. My mom thought they won the World Cup. I didn't have the heart to break it to her on Sunday when I came home and saw the Italian flag flying can I, outside. Can I jump in real quick before we get into it? Into it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you see what I posted in here? Oh, the, the uh, picture. Yeah, the guy with the bet. Yeah, some guy bet <laughs> uh, on Italy to win the Euro, or so he thought. Yeah, he yeah. accidentally bet on Italy to win the World Cup. Oh man, so that sucks. And, that's, wah, and it's still wah, a year wah, out, right? Wah, yeah, like, so it's not until next year. Like at that point. I mean, I guess they see so many different things, like maybe the teller or whoever took that bet, like, you think there's like just a safety net where they're like, are you sure you want to? I feel like you can't do that, though. No, yeah, I guess betting. probably not. Is that like the, is that the equivalent of like a string bet? Yeah, it might be like inside <laughs> trading. Oh, true, true, true. You sure you want to place this bet for something Dude, that's happening next year? To be a fly on the wall. Did I, did when, I tell you? Uh, what, what's the, what was like, uh, what was the payout that he would have gotten if he had like, I uh, think he bet 1200 to win 3900 Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. The odds were plus 1,200. He bet 300 to win 3,900. But when I went to, um, I think I told, said, told this on the podcast, when we were at the Liverpool game, right next to where you could buy food and beer and stuff, there was a little booth that you could bet on the game. Oh, wow. And wow. they had like all these different prop bets, like who, who's going to score the first goal, what's the final score going to be. Put put down a couple pounds on the game Ooh. and lost every bet. Nice. <laughs> and, and they probably had like a, a big like cutout 
next to it that says, oh, if, so, if you or somebody you know has lost a life to gambling, please call this number. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love those. DraftKings. Yeah, no, dude, before and after every DraftKings or all these like online bookie things, it's always the same message about, you know, if you, if you struggle from like gambling problems and stuff. I <laughs> Do will you never know? seriously bet on sports. Like yeah, I only no. did it then because it was like, you know, we're there. Yeah. It's cool. That when was, in like, Rome. In the state. Yeah. But I, I will never get involved in, in betting on sports because I guarantee you I will lose everything. But dude, not only that, man, I, you get you get so upset it could ruin your day, your weekend, depending on, on the, the game and the situation, when you're not even at all financially invested. So then when you yeah. have money to lose on the game, that like, you know, if I had money on the Yankees to win on, on 4th of July, that would have been, I wouldn't have come out of my house. I mean, I don't come out of my house. A really. wise man once told me, <laughs> my dad, a wise man, my dad, once told me that you never bet on your team or against oh, no, your yeah, team. Yeah, no, yeah. I don't even like having bets on my fantasy team because it pisses <laughs> me off. <laughs> Oh, man, I, I, I drafted Jeter uh, even after he retired. So <laughs> uh, He might come back. First round. So do you guys think we're that far off from having, like, DraftKings booths in, like, American stadiums? 100%. Yeah, 100%. I see it, too. It's going to happen. Maybe Barstool might chime in and start doing well, their if they, thing, if they, if On the day they do that, they better fucking allow Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I think he should be in regardless, but yeah, listen, well, but the whole thing was that's going to be another podcast. Yeah, that's another podcast. That's, that's too that. deep. That's too <laughs> deep. I, I did want to, and if I didn't already, I might have. I might have apologized out of the gate if I didn't. I'm apologizing right now. It might be a little sports heavy because a lot happened in the sports world. Conor McGregor. We got a lot of stuff to talk about, um, but we got to start in the food aisle. Let's do it. Talking snacks. You killed my wife. Is that right? <laughs> so, dude, that was my favorite part of that episode. I, I, I snuck something in that's also on a pad just before that line. But, dude, that, that one, and I got to say, like, I love when I listen back because you always have these lines that are just, like, tucked in there. Where, like, all of us maybe talk, but, like, I always have the same laughter when I'm listening back as, as I do. So like my laugh hits the stride from the episode and then it's just like, ah, 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 ah. And bro, it, it, it's just like deep belly laughs every time that happens. So dude, shouts to you and, and your one-liners. Um, but uh, yo, I feel I like wanna, the guy next to the talk show host who's like not Andy Richter. He, yeah, yeah, yeah just Andy laughing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and then says one funny thing like every four episodes. Nah, man, you're, you're consistent every day bringing the heat. Oh, please. Um, I'm blushing. But uh, not like Christopher Jackson here. You know, Ooh. you recognize that guy? Oh, damn. Is that Washington? <laughs> yeah. Yo, my man George Washington's singing the national anthem at the All-Star Game. With a rock in his ear. Damn. Anyways, shout out Hamilton. Shout out Lin-Manuel. Uh, I want to start talking snack by talking about some mac and cheese. Let's do it. saw in the notes. Probably had the best mac and cheese of my life. Granted... I'm not going to gourmet restaurants and asking for mac and cheese, so it's not like you can gauge it against, you know, some, some crazy restaurant putting their thing together. But I went to Chubb's, got a sandwich, and got a mac and cheese side. And I don't know what cheeses. They, they make their own cheese sauce in-house. And it had, like, a smoke to it. So, like, some of the best mac and cheese I've had, I felt like, comes from a barbecue place. Yeah, they, they always have put, they like, was, some of that liquid smoke in it. Or Gouda. Yeah, I was going to say, maybe a smoked Gouda. Gouda smoke ben, in I'm surprised you didn't call that out since you I should have. Yeah. I know. Well, liquid smoke, that's... I mean, that's, that's even the, that's, top. Yeah, that's, <laughs> you know, they probably put it in that, like, glass. That's a classic then. over thing. You know? <laughs> yeah. It, but, dude, man, it, like, man, it tasted so good. So good. And, and they have it in, like, the, the large shells. Ooh, Ooh yeah. Um, not going to lie to you guys, I have it in the fridge. I was going to offer it when you guys got here. I, I, I kind of want it all for myself. But I do have a tray, a small tray of the regular 
mac and cheese, and I have a small tray of the buffalo chicken mac and cheese. Ooh. And you, I'm not a big spice guy, <laughs> but dude, like my mouth was watering over that bar. Like you, but I, you like I mean you kind of held your own and during through yeah. throughout all the yeah. hot sauce. But it's not something did. I like go after. Yeah, or uh, have you know. Um, you're not a craving for, for. Yeah, you're not doing it for enjoyment. But dude, I said, you know, when we're done, like have a little bit, we'll heat it up. But oh my God, it's just another level, man. It, it was so good. And then I was thinking to myself, like, because th- this, the regular mac and cheese, I didn't, I didn't get a lot of the smoky flavor this time around. But then again, I did it like right after the buffalo chicken one. So maybe my shit was just scorched a bit and I couldn't really. <laughs> yeah. Was it that hot for a buffalo? No, no. It's just like, it tastes like, you know, Frank's Red Hot. Like you're just your traditional, right. you know, uh, uh, buffalo sauce, you know, but man, just with the creamy cheese sauce they had, like you said, whatever they put in their cheese sauce. I'm but. a I'm a Chubbs fan, even when they were um just a butcher, uh, a butcher. Place? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, I mean, they had like it was expensive, but they had good meat. We that's where we got our brisket from. Um, yes, the brisket from, and we we cooked. That was my first brisket in the smoker, and mm. I was disappointed because you know the chef's never happy with his work. Yeah, and um, everyone else was like, "This is pretty good for." For like your first time, and I was like, eh. it was just the meat. That was the Shout smoke out. ring. Smoke ring was nice. nice. It could have been deeper. Mm. It was just like a little <laughs> tiny one, like on the outside. I was like, yeah, all right. Is that like rings on a tree where, like, judging by the smoke ring, you can tell how long it's been smoking? <laughs> well, I keep getting those Instagram ads for Masterclass because yeah, I yeah. click on every single one that I see. Yeah. No matter what it is. And um, there's a chef, I can't remember his name. He's like big into making like, um, he was actually in Chef, that show Chef. Yeah, real quick, can I just Roy mention Joy? one thing? Just about, like, um, go ahead. our lives being extremely different. You're getting ads about, like, Masterclass because you're trying to better yourself. I'm getting, like, DMs on Facebook for, for like, sex chat groups or whatever the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Local singles uh, in your area. Blocked. No, I'm just playing. I fucking message that bitch back. <laughs> why, do I have to, why do I have to enter my credit card? Oh, man. They said I didn't have to pay anything. We'll see. Why is this OnlyFans? Just last for the social, you know, typical stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no, but anyways, again, masterclass. You're doing. I want to do the Gordon Ramsay one. They did like they had like it's, a really good value I mean, around like the holidays. Yeah. Like, you got like all their classes for like 150 bucks. Or yeah, something they like run. That. Was, they run like specials. Uh, there was like a buy one get one for Father's Day, mm. and I was like, I don't. They're on the Adobe cycle of deals. Like one yeah. time a year, you get it at like a million percent off. <laughs> they just add um, what's his name from uh, the director of Avatar and James Cameron. James Cameron has his master class on like on how to wait fifty five years before <laughs> you release a sequel. Timing is everything. <laughs> Thank you. I was I brought that up because I wanted it to be a, a joke. So <laughs> I hate that movie. Avatar? Looking forward to the yeah, sequel me though. Too. No. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of it. What else we got food wise? Yeah, food. Uh, sorry. You know, I just, I wanted to get your guys' take on mac and cheese. Do you have any thoughts at, you know, a particular place you, you had mac and cheese that, like, blew your bees off? No, I'm not the biggest fan of mac and cheese, no? believe it or not. No. Okay. I like, um, I do like the idea of, like, a smoked Gouda, though. That's, like, a, that it. There had nice, to be something nice. in there. I mean, why not? We You're making mean, your own cheese sauce I think the time I get, I get mac and cheese the most is barbecue. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. And that, like, I can, it doesn't matter if it's shitty or great. Yeah. I'm into it. Yeah, because it's just it complements the meat and everything. Yeah. You yeah. need that like creaminess, I think, to t- like cut the salt and like. I don't it's know. your Richter. To okay, you. I'll give you a mac and cheese that I like, and it's kind of out of left field, but I think it kind of qualifies as mac and cheese. Cacio e pepe. Kind of, oh well. well, since we're all, this is an Italian episode. Yeah, I, mean, I, don't know if, I don't know if you heard that flawless intro. <laughs> I mean, 
Cacio e pepe. Shout out translate. It's not. I mean, technically, I mean, it is mac and cheese, basically. It's the right? OG in mac and cheese. Yeah, that's good stuff. I made a good cacio e pepe. Yeah, that's one of my favorites. I mean, it's so simple. It's easy to fuck up. But yeah. I remember one time I uh, I made it uh, and we me and my mom were eating it and she's like complaining about the pepper. I'm like, it's, it's, in, it's the in the name. <laughs> it, it's in the name. If you don't like pepper, I mean, what the fuck are you eating this for? <laughs> Oh man! Um, so you just want cacio? That's that's also that's that's. I, I don't know necessarily where my dad. I mean, I know my dad doesn't like overly spicy things. Like when they get to a point of like not complimenting flavor and all that stuff. But yeah. my, but now you know where my mom's at and like where you know where my tolerance of spice is. Yeah. She thinks pepper is spicy. Oh yeah. So I know like, a couple white people. Oh, I know. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> What is that? What's this in here? Is that black pepper? <laughs> My mouth is on fire. What is that? What is, that? is that ghost pepper? <laughs> no, it's a crack bot. <laughs> <laughs> it came out of that thing over there. <laughs> oh, I don't like when you crack it. I like it when it's ground already. <laughs> it's too spicy. I want to have a good... Just getting back to mac and cheese real quick, oh, and, then we'll, and then we'll quickly leave. Uh, <laughs> lobster mac and cheese. I don't know if I've ever had that. I've always wanted to have a good lobster mac and cheese. Lobster mac, I feel, is like... Is that a just? Is, that, is it a waste of lobster meat? It's overhyped. I was going to say, it's either like you get good lobster and crappy mac and cheese, or yeah, like it's yeah. a good mac and cheese, and it's like crappy lobster. So I'll talk to Chubb, see what they could do. All right, yeah. There was a something steakhouse. Are they sponsoring the pot? Maybe after this one. Right. It said Chubbs like six times. No, we Maybe we'll have a Mac off. Oh, <laughs> you know, while we're still talking some snack, you know, like I said, we we uh, oh. we learned about Ben's love uh, for the culinary arts. Two things. One, we're gonna have to have Ben cook something before an episode for me and Anthony, mm-hmm. making 100%. us making us hungry. Last time we were ready to friggin', like, I almost got angry. <laughs> uh, I was eating your pillow. Also, though. You know, maybe down down the road because I I would need to get some reps in in the kitchen. It's it's been a minute. Should probably have an unofficial intelligence cook off. Crit- oh, the DJ Speed was. That's where this is coming from, yeah, buddy. He- and you better watch your P's and Q's <laughs> talking some smack. Because, yo, know, I'll, I'll say this. Uh, because Benny was talking some shit. He said he basically mowed mo- mo- through me and Anthony, no problem. And then, and then my brother would wreck him or yo, whatever. Chrissy screenshots, though, needs to chill. No, no, he didn't. He, <laughs> oh. this, this is paraphrasing. This is paraphrasing. Uh, no, and it's, it's all good. It's no, all good. I'm, I'm just teasing. But, but uh, I, I'll say this, though. One, you have you have the international stuff. You're, you're getting some taste taste of the world action, Epcot Center of Jace. <laughs> but uh, you know, I fucks with the Italian stuff pretty nicely. Though. No, you do, and that was uh, always my and favorite it, thing and it was, to come yeah, home to. And it's only a few things, but I, I, I learned how to cook those couple of things pretty well. I thought uh, yeah. to the point where you know, doing my mom some justice. Well, I feel like we should do like. Uh... I don't know if we want to do a. Chop. I'm not going to be throwing no takoyakis out there. Yeah. Whatever they were called. But. I don't know if we want to do like a, a chop type thing where like someone picks Pick out ingredients, ingredients yeah. for us, or and maybe we can get at Z Rude to judge it. I was going to say somebody we completely. Have, yeah, we should have like Chris, maybe Aya, uh, Zach, like judge. Yeah. Oh yeah, it should be a panel of three. And I, I should, like that dynamic. Do we want to do? Would we want to do like? They know whose dish they're eating, or do we want them to go on blind? No, probably blind. Because then it's like, you know, because obviously there's a conflict of interest with Aya. But, yeah. Uh, but <laughs> that, yeah, what, I want to find, you know, you, you sent the screenshot. What, what sweet spaghetti? Or what, what was that? Oh. Um, <laughs> putting, in, you putting syrup on the macaroni? Like no, uh, in, elf it, style? And like Philippine, like, I, I don't know where to classify because yeah. where I've had it from is Jollibee. Oh, okay. Like one of their sides is spaghetti. But it's but it's like sweet the sauce, sauce is sweet, mm. and they like cut up hot dogs and put it in there. Oh oh oh! I don't know if it's popular because of 
Jollibee, or that's like just something that they do in the yeah. Philippines, but their tomato sauce is like sweet. Hell, sweet. Like what, what is it? What like you... sweet. It's not like dessert. Yeah. But do you take a bite of 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 the spaghetti and the sauce? It's like. But what's like, the flavor? Wow. Is it like a? How, how could you describe the sweetness? Is it like a? It's like, like a spaghetti a... and meatballs. But with sugar. Sorry, like am, uh, I, am I not making? No, yeah, I get what, but it's it, it, it's but it's not a red sauce on it. It's it is a red sauce. Oh, it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Just think so of a regular like you're, sauce. You're expecting. Oh, okay, okay. You're expecting like a Sunday sauce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like mad sweet. Mm. Like everybody knows, you pull sugar in your sauce, right? Sacrilege. Right? A little bit. A it's little not bit. Sacrilege. At my house. Why? We don't. Do you want unofficial intelligence? This is go fucking for it. Old I feel like I school. put. Yeah, yeah, go. Old school Sicilian. Thing to sweeten your sauce without adding sugar, carrots. Mm, makes okay. sense. I'm telling you, I I, I personally I, when I see the bits of carrots in the sauce, I'm a little like weirded out. I'm like, how'd you get in there? Yeah, <laughs> what are you doing here? Yeah, what are you, no, lost? that's you scoop them out, but it's it's cutting the acidity. The sweet acidity, <laughs> cutting, cutting that acidity, baby. <laughs> okay, all right. I mean, I'm telling you, try. Next time you try, I'm gonna cut that acidity for that ass. <laughs> try a little bit of of carrot in there. See little if it, carote. it'll help you out. Yeah. Oh, hello. Yeah, hey, hey, we speak Italian. We. Oh, hey. I wanted to post the video on hey. like early Monday morning, like with the my mom, like the flag that she, you know, it's from Italy. Well, from one of her trips, she brought it back, whatever. But I wanted to like have that wrapped around with my Italian jersey and and just with the caption like you know every every Italian from the East Coast on Monday morning, you know, kind of you know, and just like. Yeah, bro. You know, I like- <laughs> have the most Italian kit of all time. It's all white. Nice. It comes to a V, and it's got the blue collar because azzurri. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then when you flip it up, the Italian the flag, flag, flag is there. Yeah. And it, I swear to God, every time you flip it up, you hear "Hey!" hey. <laughs> it's got a built-in soundboard. It's amazing. Uh. But um, it's like listening to a shell, and the like you hear the the waves in the ocean. You flip the collar. <laughs> you hear, hey! Okay, I digress. So, I really love this chop challenge thing. Who yeah. are we going to have as a Ted Allen, though? Who's going to be our host? I mean, I want Chris to be a judge, but I feel like he would also be a good Ted Allen. Yeah, I'd have to, I'd have the, to write the, his lines, though. The kid is born <laughs> keep, to be in front of the camera. Keep him in check. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, that'd be cool. You know? How about if you think you should be the host? Of oh. our chopped challenge. Oh, oh, Let oh, us know. All right. Yeah. Hey, we'll take, we're there, taking applications. Yeah, and you think you got what it takes to be a host. Yeah. Hit us up. Oh, uh, and then mind gonna... you, if you want to see how it's done in the hosting department, make sure you go to YouTube, check out our hot sauce challenge. Your boy here did a terrible job. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we could have, we can narrow it down to our, our contestants and then have them record a short video and we'll put it up on YouTube. Hey, these, these are all good ideas. You know or, what? Uh, while we're still talking some food, and I mentioned the hot sauce challenge, probably a good time to bring up the fact that I uh, just want to thank you guys for watching the video. Uh, I think it's up to like 300 now, 300 views, which, you know, we put it up a week ago. So to us, that's huge. Huge. If you haven't subscribed, doesn't cost you anything. Takes a second from your life. Um, just hit the bell, and then you just get a notification. You can even turn the notifications off. Is it time to announce the winner? We have all the votes. I'm double checking for any last minute votes here. Ben's tallying up the votes. Uh, yeah, again. So, I mean, there's hundreds of thousands of votes. Oh, hundreds of thousands? Hundreds of thousands of votes. Oh, damn. I thought it was hundreds. Of thousands. Of thousands. Whoa. Uh, and it was, you know, it, it was close there at times. Um, then somebody started pulling away a little bit. And, you know, it's like, I don't know, Ben, just give us, just give us the, who, who, who got it? Who took it down? 
I can't take the suspense. So the winner of the hot sauce challenge with 75% of the vote. And this is 75 American percent. Oh, damn. Are you ready? Let's hear it. Can you handle it? Katie oh! is the winner. Katie is the winner of the hot sauce I figured, challenge. I figured. Congratulations. Congrats. Yep. Congratulations, Katie. You are the, are the, the, the victor. You are the spiciest of them all. <laughs> I, you know what? I'm very upset. Oh, you know who got a vote? Who's that? Steve's outfit. Oh, it was a late, a late addition to the vote. Nice. But Steve's outfit got a vote. Nice. Who sent that in? Uh, Ryan. Ryan. Uh, Phil's friend, Ryan. Oh, okay. Okay. Name drop last name. All right. All right. All right. Nice. Thank you, Ryan. Yeah. So I, you know, I really need to win this chop challenge because yeah. I lost. Are you garbage? Oh, yo. And <laughs> I was the first out in the hot sauce challenge. You brought that up. You still have a punishment coming away from that. <laughs> Well, I'm not. I'm not asking for it. When you guys are right, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll give you I, I forgot. But I con- forgot. Congratulations to Katie. Yeah, congrats. you came in. You talked shit. Yep. And you wiped the floor. And with you us. and you backed it up, man. I you mean, did. you you did it. You deserved it. Yeah. So I uh, tip my cap. Congrats. That was a lot of fun to do. Um, you know, and Greenport Fire reached out a couple of times. They they, they 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 you know keeping track of the videos. Anthony, you spoke yeah, to I didn't him a little realize bit. you were DMing them too. <laughs> Hey, bad. dude, I mean, I, I mean, just want to let him know, like, hey, man, we're promoting your, if we're just going to give away free promotions, and, and... They did mention um, they really loved the video, and they said, um, hey, we want you guys come to come back, because we, we got to get you hotter sauces. Yeah, and I saw, and I saw I that, like, and I was nice. like, oh, damn. And I, I was like, well, next time, maybe we'll do it at the store, because we'd love to yeah. throw you guys some... some, uh, some yeah, so that, yeah, that'll, that'll be cool. I, I would love to do that. I, we'll probably have to wait, like... Because we, we titled it Hot Sauce Challenge 2021, so yeah. I guess technically we can't have another one this year. We could do 2021.2 mm. or V2. Okay. Or we can do them like Iron Man suits, Mark II. That's true. That's mm. true. I feel you. Um, but anywho. So, so good time. So that that is now, we are turning the page on the hot sauce. That took up uh, probably a month's worth of episodes with conversation uh, leading up to. So uh, that's just tons of content coming yeah. out of here. Um what else do we got here? Uh, I don't think we have anything else for the food stuff. You know, we, we went right into the talking snack. You know, sometimes we start by shouting out people and, uh, you know, doing some fan feedback or whatever. I, I wanted to just, uh, one, well, one, I want to correct something. This goes back a few episodes. Probably shouldn't even mention this, I guess, because I'm the only one that cares about it. But I was referencing uh, the movie Solo a couple episodes back about that being, like, one of the more celebrated, like, one-offs in the Star Wars franchise in, re- in reference to the Ip Man fighter, who I'm blanking on his name again. But Tony that was, Ja? No, that wasn't Tony Ja. Uh, that was Anthony's guy. Um, I forgot his name, too. But, uh, but in any case, it was Rogue One, so I was misquoting that the whole that time. That I've seen. Yeah. And that yeah, I've seen. So, yeah, he, he's the guy that's the one that's like, oh, the Force is with me. I'm one with the Force. Yeah, the blind guy. The blind dude. guy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So my apologies. I care about that stuff. We, you know, we just want to keep the integrity. I will say somebody did text me about that. Someone texted yeah. me about it too. Yeah, so I got. I, I, I bet got, you it was the same person. It wasn't. Well, I got a phone call. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, Some major heat on you. I mean, that's what I'm saying. That's why I wrote it in the notes yeah. to correct it. And you left it in for almost three friggin' weeks now. And well, you know, we weren't going to get into that stuff. Let with it Justin. marinate. Yeah, you know, I had to think about it for a while. Think about what I've done to the Star Wars community. Um, so yeah, sorry about that. Uh, also, wanna give a gigantic GFY. 
That's go fuck yourself, <laughs> if you didn't know, to American Airlines. Uh, our buddy Gilbert uh, was supposed to be in Jamaica last week, and uh, American Airlines canceled his flight three hours before the flight because they didn't have enough employees. Isn't what? that some bullshit? Wow. Dude, what do you mean? And like reschedule? just like, yeah, you should have nope. luck. He's lucky he got his money back for the flight. They, they treated it like him just getting the refund was like a big deal. Yeah. And I, I, I'm like pissed off So did off he have to drive him. to Jamaica? Uh, they, sw- they swam. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, no. He, they went to Vegas and they had a nice time. I'm happy for him and that him and his fiance got to have, but you know, it's not fucking Jamaica. Yeah, no, dude. It's definitely not. That's like um, fucking Uber, man. When you like wait 15 minutes for an Uber and then they cancel, oh, they on, cancel you, on you, but nothing happens to yeah, them. No penalty but for them. But if you like accidentally hit I'm ready and then you cancel it, it's $5. Yeah, dude. It's, dude, where's their responsibility? That's what I'm saying, man. And they got billions of dollars. They got bailed out billions of dollars and they're canceling flights because they don't have employees. And, and, and I read an article, like a Forbes article about it, and uh, they, they were like citing a lot of the cancellations to weather when weather wasn't an issue, but they're less uh, like legally obligated or whatever it was, but that was like their loophole to like get out of like legal action and stuff like that by telling people it was like weather related when it wasn't. Wow. And it's like, how could you even do, like, I was telling him, I got more pissed off for him. I'm sure he was plenty pissed off in the moment and like and since cooled down obviously there's nothing you can do about it but i'm like getting like i'm turning into karen mode being like dude i would have wrote a letter i would have went up there i would have demanded, you know because it's like dude you, you literally cancel it's not just canceling a flight like you canceled my vacation yeah because did they have like where they like they, booked for stuff in jamaica and stuff uh and stuff stuff so <laughs> well the, well the other thing i think the other thing that he's like gonna seen about now is the hotel reservation yeah, they had so, yeah so they're uh, you know, if if the airlines don't pay for that, I mean, Gilbert, you, you you hear me talking about it right now. Like, I I will I will go to law school. I will study my <laughs> ass off, and I will be your lawyer, and we will fucking take this shit all the way to the top. <laughs> it's um, just that's when you are like, you know what? Maybe I will spend the fifty bucks on vacation insurance. Will that cover it? Like, no. Well, I mean, yeah, I'm sure he had something, maybe, but that I mean, it doesn't matter. It's completely the airline's fault. No, it has nothing. It no wasn't. Doubt. It wasn't whether it. It's, they operate, uh, it feels like, on their own fucking terms and Dude, rules. when they're not fucking choking out passengers, Every they're just canceling vacations. Does that. No, but it's American true. Airlines has been fucking bad, dude. Everybody that got beat up on a plane, any racist thing, any, anything that was cancelable came from an American Airlines flight. That's true. So what the fuck are they doing over there, man? Something more like un-American Airlines. I know. <laughs> well, now that, I guess now that is kind of American to that, just be a dick so, yeah, and fucking, right. you know. <laughs> to be a shitty corporation. <laughs> yeah. All right, you can keep your name. Yeah, sure. Yeah. It fits. It checks out. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to give a GFY real quick to American Airlines. But Shut I mean, if, again, if you're willing to sponsor us, American Airlines, yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, for, first for class, first class tickets. I mean, I do fly JetBlue almost exclusively. So you can fucking choke me out on your plane. I don't care. <laughs> I'm a Delta guy. Yeah, it's subsidiary. JetBlue's a subsidiary. I'm a Virgin guy. <laughs> hey, speaking of which, <laughs> well, that's, that does <laughs> that doesn't check out because I have a baby. <laughs> do you? Doesn't really do look I? like you. He is too cute. <laughs> hey, speaking of babies, shout out Pat and Kate, huh? Oh, yeah. Congratulations. 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 Uh, they uh, just had a baby boy mm-hmm. adopted. Yep. Um, beautiful boy. Yeah, beautiful boy, healthy. Thankfully, not going to look like Pat. <sighs> Dodged a bullet you on that one. You ain't kidding, man. God. Seriously. <laughs> you know, Kate low-key was like, God, thank you so much. I got to see Pat uh, a couple weeks ago, man. Such a good time hanging out with Pat. Yeah, it was his uh, shout out Ed. Uh, it was his birthday. You guys went to the Mets game, yep. right? Yeah. Looked like a good time. Sure was. And I bet you guys ate good there. We ate at Donovan's before. Oh, that's a... Oh, man. What are you doing? It was good. Berg. Uh, little little bacon burg. Bacon shake. All right. All right. 
right. But we're not talking snack anymore. So yeah, we we're not talk talking snack. It. So no, no. Lay off with the cheeseburgers. Lay uh, off me, bitch! Uh, I'm starving. I have breaking news. Yeah, I was gonna say, why don't you talk about this? Because I, I don't know what the hell it means. Breaking news. Breaking news. I have a new man crush. Go for it. Let us. And I want to know who your guys' man crush is after this. I'm assuming you have it on tap. My previous man crush was Jacob Degrom. Yeah, okay. For obvious reasons. Fucking lame. <laughs> <laughs> New man crush. Shohai Otani. Yeah. I okay. mean, just okay. about. Uh, dude, I am all in on this guy. Dude, you know, I, I, I got to admit, you know, when all the hype first came around, I was just kind of like, all right, we get it. We get it. You know, but then, but also early on with the hype, he was like injured and like both weren't as locked in as he is now. Now he really is an absolute freak of nature. And, a unit. Dude, I mean, a, a stud in every, every huh. aspect of the word. I mean, he's on the, he's on the bump right now. One-on-one count. Nobody out, nobody on. <laughs> and the delivery. Ooh. Wow, got him. Dirty. Anyway, no, I always was a fan. I always yeah. wanted to see somebody do what he's doing right now. Yeah. But the last month or so, just ripping home runs, like literally dude, yeah, every single day. Really he's a crazy. handsome dude. <laughs> I don't know. I Japanese, get, so you know he's mad respectful. I can't get enough of this guy. No, yeah, he's. I, like I said, I, I bought into the hype uh, this year because, like I said, now he's finally like really living up to it and really putting it on full display. Uh, because he he was always like one was good, and then the other one, but then he got hurt, and then like yeah. it was just always back and forth. Now he's got like both of them locked in for the most part. Other than that first inning against the Yankees that he never made it out of, he'd still be uh, sub three R sub three ERA going into this game. I think he's like just under four now. He's like 3.46 yeah, 3. or something Dude, like that. Yeah. But you still, know I mean, he's not a fan of Otani who Stephen A. Smith. Did you hear yeah, that? That was yeah. blasphemy. He said, well, last night during the day, yeah, he I made some con- comments that were just like insensitive. So well, he made uh, stupid I, comments about, uh, uh, UFC fighters and so, or yeah, I really don't want to get into it too much. Cause it's just like, Enough yeah, stay in your lane, yeah. Steve. Stay in your lane. Whatever. But Talk about basketball. What do you do? You guys, who is your man crush? Shut up and dribble. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your guy's man crush? Uh, uh, mine's mine's right off. I know for a fact it's Chris Hemsworth. Okay, how can you not? He is pretty studly. The dude, pretty studly. His family's beautiful. He's just a beautiful man. He seems really down to earth. D T E. Um, I watched his Shark um, Week special on National Geographic. Uh, also, Shark- Pump Shark Week is is underway, but thankfully I'm a Discovery Plus subscriber, so I can watch any special from Shark, Shark Weeks whenever Including I want. Crim, crim, <laughs> crim, the crim de la crim. Chris Hemsworth's Shark Beach. Definitely mm. watch it. He is, oh, he's just fucking amazing human being. He's a good dude. He's my he's, good he's my man crush. Okay, all right, okay. Steve. Who's your man crush? I mean. If I if I had to stay in the MCU. You don't have to. Yeah, but you know, Chris Evans. He's a good guy. All right. Bearded Chris Evans? Either way. Either way. You like clean wow. or bearded? either way. Looks Bearded's good. too burly for me. I don't mind it. Even though Chris has a beard. I th- dude, I, if if you're gonna go man crush, I think bearded Chris Evans. I mean <laughs> <laughs> Long hair or short hair though? As long as he's got the beard. Benny Blush over there. Oh, he's, he's a bad. Benny Bone is white. <laughs> he's got the pillow over his lap for a reason. My Mjolnir is flying around. Oh. What is that? The star breaker? With the, right. the beard with the like murdered out 
Captain America suit. Not murdered, it's, but it's all Infinity blue. War. Infinity yeah, yeah, War yeah, yeah. cap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, watch out. <laughs> yeah, Yo, I mean, you know. And, and he and, could turn on and off that Boston accent. Yeah, yeah, that was funny. The commercial he did for uh, With Super Big Bowl. Poppy. Yeah. So funny. Uh, yeah, but it just seems like a good guy. Uh, Wait, is that a that... new man crush? Did you have a past yeah, one I mean, before? I don't even know that they're like man crush, but I mean, I've always liked Tom Cruise and his movies. I've always liked Leonardo DiCaprio and his, so, you know, take that for what you will, I guess. Okay. No, they're we're bo- talking they're, about... They're like, both handsome. Didn't you meet Chris Evans? I did meet Chris Evans on my birthday, actually, at Boneyard Bistro on Ventura Boulevard on the coast we do not speak of. Uh, Boner and, Yard Bistro. And, uh, I think I told the story, didn't I? No. No. Pop. No. Tell it. Uh, yeah, we're sitting down having a delicious barbecue dinner. And, uh, and it's a small place, you know. Yeah. The restaurant. And uh, we're, sitting at, we're sitting at the outside tables. Yeah. You know, they're covered Under in the, the awning. awning. Yeah. And, and he's at the table uh, all the way on the other side. But we noticed, like, when we sat down, we noticed and stuff like that. You know, my, my brother. You know, he, he, he stays pretty cool, calm, and collected when he sees famous people. Uh, so we saw... Sarcasm. Other, yeah, no, seriously. Hey! Um, so when we saw other people going up to him, and, and my brother's not that, you know, he's not going to interrupt the guy's meal. Other people were doing that, and, I, and I'm just like, yeah, we're not those people. Yeah. And I, I just remember I was, like, literally looking down at the plate and cutting food, and I just heard my brother, <laughs> like, he like, oh, it's my brother's birthday. We're huge fans, you know. And then I look up, and and you know, he was because we were, uh, you had to pass our table to like leave. Yeah. And so he like grabbed him, I guess, right when he like came over. But dude, the nicest guy took the time, you know, wish me a happy birthday. He was just like chatting for a little bit, and uh, you know, relatively quick interaction. But it was just like you know, just nice enough to like you know, just take the time and uh, and you know and. As I've mentioned on the other pods, like, you know, I've, you run into a lot of people out there and they're not always nice. And you do catch people on off days. Everybody has them. They're, they're human after all. But it's yeah, like sometimes you just want to like eat but that's, a dinner. That's always the common. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> yeah. Exa- well, um, no, but the, the common thread is like always like the being surprised that they're nice. Yeah. You know, because more times than not, they're, you know, they, they maybe they have like an ego or, or whatever. Again, maybe they're just having a bad day or maybe they're just a miserable fuck. Anyways, he was a good guy. So I'm going to go with Chris Evans, honorable mention, Leo. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. My so understudy this is... was Ryan Reynolds. Okay. Okay. Ryan Reynolds was at the top for a long time. Yeah. Dethroned. I mean, Hemsworth, Thor. Yeah. Love him. Brolic. Brolic. All right. Subject to change, these man crushes. Maybe we'll check back in in a couple weeks. <laughs> yeah. Tell us your man crushes. We didn't uh, mention... Well, you know, aside from my fluent Italian in the beginning of the episode, Italy did some big things on the pitch on Sunday. They beat England in England, right? Yep. yep. In London. Uh, and I don't know, like, all the particulars, but England hadn't been there or won since, like... The 60s. The 60s, right? And what, what was Italy's deal? When's the last time they won that? What? Uh, they were in the Euro a couple years ago, lost to Spain. Mm. Um, and then they... I can't remember when the last time they won, but 2006, they won the World Cup. And two of the defenders that were on that team were on the Euro that they just won. So um, Chiellini and Bonucci were were there, and they played out of their minds. They're two of like the older, um, you know, veteran guys on the team, and they were playing flawless. And that that's what really ultimately led to them winning because... Italian soccer is not known to be overly flashy Offensive. and scoring. Yeah. So, but Mancini did 
wonders with that team. They had a lot of young talent that got the job done, and thank God they won. But that doesn't like have any like place like pole position for lack of a better way to describe it for like another tournament or anything no. like that. They just won. No, it's just uh, like a separate tournament. tournament. Euro, okay. and then Copa was going on too. In Yo, but South let's talk America. about what what was like all like the uh, the backlash because there was there like some racist threats and 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 an Italian fan got like the shit beat out of him. I didn't see the Italian fan thing, um, but at the like end end of extra time, like hundred and twentieth minute, England subbed on two players because it was looking like it was going to go to penalty kicks. Yeah, so they subbed these two guys on so they could be in the rotation for the kicks for, for penalty kicks. Got it. Um, they went back and forth and then, uh, the two guys that they brought on for penalty kicks purposes, yeah, both missed Oof. one trick, the goalkeeper and then banged Just, it off the post, uh, man. And he's like this young kid. That's, he's like a really like stellar dude. He, yeah. uh, he does a lot. He did a lot for kids during like coronavirus, like getting them meals and all that kind of stuff. So he's like done a lot for the country. Yeah. Um, but he plays for Man United, so I don't like him. But um, no, he's a great guy. But he missed the penalty kick, and like the people have been been really, really nasty yeah. towards him. Uh, so. Yeah, I saw Tom uh, Holland. You know, he had like uh, he posted something about like you know these aren't my countrymen, all this stuff. And I was like, oh, I didn't, I didn't, you know, I really didn't know too much about it. Other than I was playing baseball on Sunday, uh, a couple of guys in our dugout had the game on, um, so I knew that they won. But I, you know, I, I had just heard after the fact, you know, with all this, I mean soccer or you know football fans i mean they're like they take it to another level well man. anthony and i were talking about this on the way here like it's the only sport yeah yeah so it's like they're so heavily invested in yeah it. i mean it's not an excuse for being racist no it's, not it's, at all. B, it's it's bs but yeah you know they're so wrapped up in it that they like it like the people lose their minds yeah okay. and we, i was talking to a friend about it and we were talking about the game and he's like, you're really going to root? Because I, I don't follow international soccer that much. just doesn't do it for me for yeah. some reason. Maybe because, like, I want to be able to root for the U.S. And mm. we just never have a yeah. good team. Yeah. Um, it's like being a Knicks fan, really. He's like, you're not going to root for the Italians because they're racist, right? I'm like, yeah. I, Wait, uh, the Italians are racist? Really racist. Really? I mean, but... Not uh, necessarily the players. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> not, the, not the players, but... Like the fans, and there's always oh, oh. always problems with the Italian fans really? and that stuff. Yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah. But that's that's more and more. Wh what country was it? Um, was it during Champions League? There was a team that was gonna be like banned from going. Like a country was gonna be banned from going to certain games because they were being openly racist. Yeah, and I know um, like Hungary throughout Euros was like booing people for taking a knee for black lives matter yeah. and stuff like that so mm. it's it's i mean we obviously in this country we have a lot of problems with that but it's 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 everywhere right but now. to yeah. label an entire country as racist is no, no just doubt. as bad as no being, no doubt no but because i i take it personally because you know my fa my family's from italy where i'm first generation so you know i'm i'm not like that yeah as much as we you know make jokes about it but yeah it's um it's all in comedy but none of us feel that way but it's just like you know there's just a few bad shitty fucking fans that yeah. ruin it well, like so, the it's always the are, case there's always a smaller group of people that yeah. ruins it for the bigger group yeah. but then you know even they're even talking about um not allowing england in the world cup i saw something about that oh, well, it it is it's been but bad can you it's imagine bad. not like this is the backlash for 
a couple of players missing. Like even but to me, Natsaka, that's almost like the nineteen-year-old kid that was his first penalty kick. Yeah, and that's all. That's also that's FIFA, right? That, that's like the they make the calls. Yeah. So I mean, like, isn't that the pot calling the kettle black? Aren't they like extremely racist and, and have a lot of yeah problems like in their own their politics corrupt. and everything? Yeah. yeah. So I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. I mean, you got to get those people out of the sport so that you can make it better because you know. We got baseball on in the back right now, and it's like you think about Manfred and the way they handled the Astros. They did nothing to reprimand them, but now with the spider tack and all that stuff going on, it's like, dude, that step down and let somebody clean up the game because you, you, like all credibility goes out the window the way you handled that. So, but but in both situations, it's like how you how are you going to make it better? And but but still like within the organization is still like a a, a ton of problems, racism, but and, the problems they don't see it because they're just padding their pockets with money. Yeah. Yeah. Like we were talking about last podcast with as that, a joke with, with Jerry Jones where oh, I was like, oh, I thought Yank. you were going to refer to the, when they were, when all the backlash happened over that like champions league or whatever they wanted to make. Oh, or, the well, super league, the super league. Yeah. Super yeah. league. Well that, but that was more for like, you know, that was just fans being angry at the, the teams we're talking about individual players True. because yeah, of yeah. like their race and background. That's like, the NFL a couple of years ago, we see that and people still talk about it. So, you know, and those teams wouldn't be in the position they were in the final without those players anyway. So it's like, hello. Yeah. But anyway, I can feel people tuning out of the episode. Right now. Yeah. Yeah. So, so speaking of <laughs> racism, this whole part out. speaking of racism, there was an extremely racist event that happened last night. I'm talking about the home run derby. And if you're wondering what the hell was racist about that, I'm talking about the fact that Pete Alonzo was racist against Anything that wasn't fucking 500 feet or better. <laughs> that dude put on a clinic last night, looked comfortable and fucking good doing it. He was having fun. He was bopping. He was representing Queens. He had Nas. He had Mob Deep. And the dude Biggie. just fucking... Was there Biggie on there? Uh, but man, i never seen a guy have that much fun in the Derby. Probably since like Griffey. Yeah. Bro. Um, I was straight up giggling watching yeah, some of the he, home runs. It, it was, yeah, it was, his to, it was his to lose for sure because after that first round putting up 35 homers... I knew nobody was going to touch that. And like I said, we mentioned it before, he, he was comfortable and reserved doing it. And, yo, and shouts to the guy pitching because he probably Dave threw... Dave He probably Shout threw... Dave Jouse. Dave Jouse. Was it Dave? Jouse. Jouse. Shout out. Guy probably threw 200 pitches easily. Uh, so, God bless... They had your, to ice his arm afterwards. God bless your elbow <laughs> and shoulder. He's not the first, like, older guy that threw, like, hundreds of pitches. There was, like, another derby. I forget which one where the, the, the announcers kept on mentioning, too. They're like... But, dude, he was grooving them there all night man the yeah. same spot i was i was happy to see that uh, like pitch tracker make its rounds on the internet because you just saw how precise he was and, yeah. and it was like four balls pete didn't hit out you know like, yeah. uh so yeah congrats thing, to him is he still making like close to league minimum or yeah, just over like, i think they said he's making 600 something thousand right they said he made his salary uh double his salary these last yeah. two Wait, well, he gave he gave yeah. a lot away. You know, we were joking around last night. You know, uh, and I was saying I could be a big Pete Alonso guy. I am because I I always appreciate guys that play the game the right way. You know, have fun doing it. Um, and, and I said, and, and then and then on and off the field though. You know what I mean? You like maintain, uh, you know, just like a a, a good attitude. The you know the philanthropy and all. He gets you know, a like, lot of crap online. For what? Being like cocky a little I, bit? A little I, I could see people, you know, because a little bit of the cockiness. Yeah. I think Padres fans like literally hate him. There's this whole meme on Twitter. Why? Because he was supposed to go there or something? No. Um, he, when he came up his rookie season, obviously he won rookie of the year, but they had a pitcher that was like doing well. And he was like, oh, I think I should win the, the rookie of the year over Pete Alonzo. Pete took him deep that year. Mm. Um, but like Padres fans like hate him. Mm. 
And like, there's this whole thing on Twitter about like uh, Pete Alonso is in ISIS. That's like coming from all these Padres <laughs> fans. And people were pissed in 2019 when he won the home run derby because Vlad Jr. Mm-hmm. hit like. 60 in one round or something crazy oh, well. but because of it's like a bracket yeah yeah you know like well at one point they were doing like an accumulative total which I yeah so stupid. whatever like they thought pete's win in in 2019 was like fake because he didn't so like even and even this yeah. one people online were being like well x y or z he, they he were probably won because com- of that it's like dude commenting about the, oh the balls weren't in the dehumidifier yeah Dude, he was literally, he was just mad. Dude, I, I, I don't know if you guys noticed, but uh, you, you watched you watch the whole thing, right? Yeah. yeah. When they were doing that bit before the derby started and they took you down to the, the humidor and uh, showed you all the baseballs and the game balls that they're using right now, but then they made it a point to say that the balls they were using for the derby didn't, un, you know, go through that process, the month-long process of yeah. sitting in the dehumidifier. Bro, they must have had, like, the nerdiest like statistician put all this stuff up but i felt so bad for the announcer because it, it looks like it, it looks like his teleprompter from the reaction on his face it looked like his teleprompter went from english to like dutch or something <laughs> you know like because they were throwing up all these metrics about the temperature of the ball and degrees and and for plus this velo equals that and he kept on quoting things the wrong way he was looking at the degrees and he was calling it like feet and he was like all over the map to the point where you didn't even get a valid explanation to yeah. like to the science behind everything. And I'm just like, man, this poor bastard. He probably never even heard of any of this shit yeah. when he was a player. He was just like, they were like drunk on the field half the time, smoking cigars in the dugout. <laughs> like, and now he's got to talk about, uh, you know, physics. basically formulas. Yeah, yeah. Physics on the, I was, I was cracking up because you could tell like a chip broke and he's just like, gets <laughs> <laughs> like at least 20, 20 extra feet easily. <laughs> but I think that's what I think it was about. Like for every five, miles per hour on the bat speed it added like 24 feet of loft or some shit like that crazy um but it was fun it was a good home run derby. yeah it was, it was it was cool i mean man getting back to getting back to show hey wasn't quite showtime might have to pay for showtime plus <laughs> to see him win the derby but uh i think he was nervous nervous and i mean just he's not conditioned to swing like that man well he, he they said he doesn't take bad he doesn't practice, take batting practice ever bro he was blowing on his fingers between like yeah i'm surprised like we're not paying that close attention. I don't even know if he pitched well when he was out there, really. But um, I guess the fact that it's nothing, nothing. I guess he did. But I'm like, yo, he's probably gonna have like a, a bad blister that might affect his his throwing the next day. Because if you're not used to that, those repetitive motions. I mean, you know, and they're not swinging light bats either. And their bat speed is, you know. Well, did you see he almost put one out of the stadium? Yeah, that's, I was practice? just gonna get to that in batting practice. He hit one five ten into the fourth deck. <laughs> yeah. It's like Jesus, and, and you know, and another one just like effortless. But he he's better suited for the the game speed swings right. you know what i'm saying because he's just got a nice natural swing he's not doing too much uh not even getting like the legs like super involved not that he's like i wouldn't you know not he's stand, got like, like that classic of, japanese yeah style it's, it's just swing. it's just a nice it's nice pretty yes yeah, it's just a nice comfortable swing and and he lets the the pitching do it. i mean you know when the ball's coming in at 90 you just square it up it's so weird that like another country just has like an entirely different way of like swinging the bat yeah i mean it's not you know it's still the same, the same mechanics, but, but, you but can, they you all can, have like that same finish yeah where they're like falling away yeah into like i think that's base. just like lefties in general because you're you're trying to like but if you like if you watch like each yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. see it easy e- easy you're you're, you're you're painting the, you're painting <laughs> these guys into a corner and i don't like it did you but did you see online um the same night well last night <laughs> Uh, they were doing in Korea. They were having a bunt derby, oh, <laughs> so they put that's amazing two huge bullseyes down the first and third base line, 
Yeah. And you had to like bunt. Bro, into, I'm like, all about, yo, bring, bring the skills competitions back. They should. I want a home run derby back in my day. I want and, like and, a, a, an outfield throwing contest. Yeah, like you ever? Well, see dude, that? that's. It, I, I was just gonna mention. I, I I won a home run derby in the PAL league when I was on the the Cardinals with Parisi and all those guys, and uh, and it was the, it was you know like the RYO tournament. It was part of that like Fourth of July weekend. Yeah. Awesome time, and uh, and it was a skills competition. I, you have the home run derby. There was like an accuracy contest where it was basically like a throw from an outfielder into like a bullseye. Uh, speed, you know that that stuff is fun, man. I, I like that stuff. Like, get rid of the fucking celebrity. Like softball Don't you game. say it, because I like the celebrity softball no, game. Uh, Anthony Mackie he was he was he was. He, I watched the bro, whole thing. Yo, he's, he's got a little bit of a gut though. You saw that? <laughs> yeah. I'm I like, think... yo, this motherfucker is far removed from the Falcon shape. <laughs> yeah. He was. I, I think he was wearing a, a plate underneath. Oh yeah, <laughs> he had cap, he had, he had yeah. cap shield underneath yeah, just in case. He was just bro, under to yo, protect the goods. Hunter Pence, aka Marv from the Wet <laughs> slash Sticky Bandits, had no business being in that game. He even I saw his fate. Well, his first hit. He probably sent the fucking ground ball through the infield at like 120. <laughs> and these motherfuckers are 60 feet away. Yeah, what about did, Castillo? I was going to say Castillo hit one like almost Bro. out of the actual stadium. No, yeah, yeah. That was, yeah, that like one hop the actual wall. <laughs> yeah. And then he almost killed DK Metcalf with that fucking line drive down the third base line. Yeah, he's a football player? Yeah. yeah. Bro, he Struck like, out first. Yo, and that, that's, what, that's what I love about baseball. And I, I forget the like the, the viral video that I saw, but it really is true. Baseball players. I know they don't seem like it because we're looking at this guy. He's a little bit sloppy right now. But they're like some of the best athletes because they incorporate so much to be athletic in the way you need to be with baseball. They're not these big, strong guys, but they're like agile. They got good footwork. They're like, you know what I mean? Like you could, and, and the video is like a baseball, watch a baseball player shoot a basketball, play golf, play hockey, like all the, all their swings and every sports, like their, their shots and bit like it looks so natural. And like, th that's the sport that they play. You look at a basketball player try and throw out a first pitch yeah. or, you know, and it doesn't translate. And yeah. a lot of the times they look foolish outside yeah. of their sport. So well, hats off to the, baseball players. That's the thing too with baseball players is like they make it look so easy Yeah, that you're like, oh, well, yeah. they're just hitting the ball. Yeah, it's, But there's like so much that goes into it that it's not so obvious. But they said the like that was DK Metcalf's first time ever swinging a bat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It looked and like And you it. could tell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you could tell. <laughs> Did you see Dude, who was the guy who made like 50 errors? I felt bad Brown? for that guy. Uh, no, I was like, something, Brown. something with an R in his last name. I don't know. Oh, all I know he is. He dropped every fly ball that came to him. He like struck out twice. Dude, and the fucking TikTok stars that are. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad uh, Finch K'd his ass. Oh, yeah. The dude she from the, the Best Friends those. pod or whatever the fuck. Yeah. She lost Yeah, but the one friends. that he got punched out on, though, that wasn't a strike. But no, it you wasn't. just, you got to give her the call there. Yeah. CC Sabathia. Yo. He tried to. Yo, he CC's tried to go deep. Good, yeah, he, he, has, he has to do something with the beard, though. That's not looking good. I'm one to talk. It's not like, but it was. It was looking a little rough. I mean, you know, they get they get lined up nice. Everything's looking like fresh for the All Star Weekend and stuff like that. It was looking a little. CC, you better than that. Come on, man. Yeah, he lost a lot of weight. Yeah, no, no, yeah, awesome. yeah, definitely, yeah. L looking good in the uh, with the weight loss. We remember when he lost weight. Had some sick ass Jordans on too. And of course, those. Does. Yeah. You remember when he lost weight and then like sucked at pitching and then like put it back on and then was like good the next yeah, year. Bro, that, <laughs> yeah, bro. I'm telling you, it's it's didn't all he have, the, like, the rhythm and the thing? yeah, bi big time. Yeah, yeah, big time. And I didn't even know it was that bad, but that that's he a great went into rehab in the middle of a yeah. playoff series. Yeah, yeah. It, right, like he he missed his bullpen and then like from that day he he like that's when he like got better because that was like the first time it affected. His pitching, he couldn't, wanna, he couldn't even complete a bullpen. I want to listen to his podcast. I heard his podcast really. Yeah, good. was it C, uh, uh, C squared R squared or something? R two C two. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I've heard a few episodes. Um, 
Actually, I think I heard a good one that he did back in the day with Trevor Bauer and somebody else. But uh, fuck probably shouldn't guy. talk about that guy yeah, anymore. Fuck that guy. Uh, you know, court case pending and all that. Um, weirdo. <laughs> Allegedly a piece of You know, of shit. I was kind of laughing. Th- I'm like, you know, because it's like it, Trevor Bauer, like, you know, everybody's got their kinks and shit like that. Uh, you know, his might have gone a little bit violent. You know, who knows? But that girl, she also apparently messed around with Fernando Tatis. So somebody had a great post that was like, this bitch out here trying to collect the Infinity Stones of MLB athletes. <laughs> I died. I thought that was so good. But so everybody, everybody's got their kinks, you know, and I was kind of laughing looking at Shohei Otani last night because I'm trying to figure out, I'm like, what the fuck is this sick bastard do behind the curtain? <laughs> you know, because he's like, you know, he's like fucking like Korean boy band style, like BTS or Jays, yeah. you know. Uh, young guy at the top of his sport uh, from another country, like, you know, all these things. And, and it's just everything's so polished on the outside. So who's he choking out <laughs> when the fucking cameras are off? <laughs> you know? I want to know the fucking deep, dark world of uh, Shohei Otani and off, you know off the field. There's probably nothing going on. I know, I know. Motherfuckers, he just he's, goes he, home, he, he, like, af- after the games, he's, he's got like a calligraphy class or some <laughs> shit. Um, no, but he shouts me in the it. soup kitchen. Call me, Shohei. Yeah. Call me. <laughs> <laughs> ben wants to get choked out. <laughs> Choke me out. You're 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 crush after all. Um, he'll let you do whatever. His safe word is he doesn't have one. <laughs> oh man! His, but his uh, but but <laughs> but yeah. Uh, Pete Alonso taking it down last night in the home run derby it was awesome to watch. That great for New York, great for Mets fans, uh, and also great for Gregory Siff. That was the artist that. Awesome. Hand painted his bat. He did eight bats for him, but the one that he uh, started with was had just too much power in it. He couldn't the put it down. Fucking hammer, um, man! Those bats are beautiful. There's also, uh, Dad, if you're listening, you might have to talk me off the ledge because he's selling forty of the hand painted bats uh, uh, modeled after the one that he used in the derby. It's going for a cool thousand dollars. And uh, I'm so tempted to just throw that on the credit Technically card. Technically, nine nine nine. But th- we know it's going to go up in value, so I think it's a good investment. I um, already see his comment now. No, my dad's going to. Dr- my dad's going <laughs> to. He's going to drive out here and choke me out. <laughs> Not uh, that, no, no, but the the bats are beautiful, man. But a lot of the players have been doing that. You know, the cleats have been getting fancier and fancier with all the uh, you know special weekends that they have. Whether it's the you know Father's Day weekend, dudes having. Would you like, call them? Variants. Oh, I like it. I like it. I really, really love that the MLB is adding a little bit more flavor to their players. You know, like with the top they two, 20. Man, they got to get with the times. Because yeah. like NBA promotes their players well. Um, NFL's eh, sort of. But like NBA stands out to me. And, you know, you have your few guys like in the MLB that like Tatis. Yeah. Um, you know, who was it before? Like. The, the Bryce Harpers, like Judge. those guys, Judge, like they were always on the, the front page of yeah. everything. And I don't know. It's cool that they're Dude, doing RIP, that. RIP, uh, Acuna's knee piece, Yo, season, season ending uh, ACL. It uh, sucks surgery. to see him go, but not too bad if you're a Mets fan. Yeah, a lot of injuries happening out there. Um, we want to stay uh, on that tip. We could get right into Connor. Isn't Azuna too uh, out? Yeah, and then he punched his girlfriend's face in front of a cop. Right. Oh, geez. Stand-up guy. And they tried to put his head through a wall. Anywho. (laughs) Speaking of beating people's faces in, let's do do Connor quickly, and then Loki. Let's uh, 
try to not go too crazy long after a two-hour episode. No, last no, week. yeah, especially because your boy's editing this through the night. That's why I'm drinking yeah. a nice cup of coffee right now, um, so we can get that to you tomorrow morning. Yeah, you know, I'm glad I didn't buy the fight. Freak accident, obviously. Uh, How I, long into the fight? It was in the first round. First, yeah, first. No, round. No, 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 second round. Second was it round. second round? Yeah, early second round. Oh, that's right. I think, but it, he probably. I think what he had, he had a pretty subpar first round, right? Uh, Poirier was Poirier kind of was the business. Pouring it on. Yeah. Oh. I saw some of the highlights. Hey, um, is he in, making uh, hot sauce? That guy? He is. He is. Yeah, I was going to mention that too. I maybe, think we maybe, need it. Maybe we try it out. <laughs> Yo, first off, he's such a fucking cool dude. The Bro, his wife. His wife. Did you see that picture? When when I thought it was weird that Rogan got on the ground, he's like laying down next to Connor yeah, to get the interview. That, that, like, that that's no, like that's fucking commitment to your job. Hats off to that. No, no, but I mean it's just you know the guy literally just fucking completely broke his tibia and fibula. And yeah, but fucking, he didn't break his jaw because he kept flapping it. No, nah, yeah, he was still chirping, but you know it, it's just a weird look. You know, uh, I'm yeah, not, it's nothing say, against Rogan, but I mean it's like it's just like an inopportune time for an interview. The guy's, I mean, he's in shock, you know. But still have his wits about him to like say it's not over. He's coming back, whatever. You know, still talking his shit. But um, it was funny because there's a picture that's like a wide shot of that. You see Rogan like you know laying next to him, doing the interview. You see Poirier's wife just flipping him the bird. Really? Like you see all these people, the staff, ring people, mm-hmm. like you know the, and you just see her like over everybody in the back, just giving him the finger. And I was cracking up. Um, but yeah, I mean he's. I, they're probably gonna do a fourth one. I mean it's already been. Talked about Dana White mentioned it. Uh, Conor McGregor mentioned himself, but it's like, at what point do you just like hang it up? Because now you're just like kind of diminishing your legacy a bit. How many? I'm sure not one of us is going to know the answer to this question, but how many fight trilogy, for lack of a better word, yeah, has has gone past the trilogy? None, right? I don't think many. I think they've all been decided by the third one. Usually, yeah, it's usually three, and then they move on. Because at a point, it's a, a point of diminishing returns. Like, how many times are you going to watch yeah, it's like nobody's the same inter- nobody's guys interested fight? anymore. Yeah. It's, I don't know. But, but this, I mean, I would gladly watch another Poirier fight because it was just, I used to like McGregor when he was the underdog and then he became, like, very outlandish. With He was threatening, like, he was like, I'm going to kill you to Dustin. And Dustin before this most recent one, right? Before this fight, yeah, yeah, yeah. Leading, even and at, I was saying like you're gonna leave in a stretcher, and then yeah, that, that side by side was then you see him in the and stretchers. then Dustin. The interview afterwards was even better. He's like, "This man's talking about killing me." And he's like, "That's a you know bush league thing to say." He goes, "I'm just I just want him to go back uh, to his beautiful kids <laughs> and wife." He goes, "But." I beat him, and uh, he's what? like, I checked the leg kick, and that's what broke it. And yeah, then that's what everybody it. said. What happened? That he he, he blocked threw, the leg kick. Yeah, he threw he threw a particular because I watched like like a twenty minute interview this girl did with because uh, Rogan posted it that like oh this guy's mom pit pinpointed the exact moment, and then they you know they had this girl interviewing his coach, and they, he echoed the same thing like instead of the, the kick, I think is was supposed to come like as like that like thrust kick where you just kind of like yeah pushing out but he like snapped it from the knee and because of that instead of going into the stomach you know he had like hit his elbow yeah he had his arms up like this so it 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 clicked it like just this part of the ankle just hit the elbow and did he have uh, floppy leg was it like well what happened was it, it, it that's where it broke and in the video they slow it down when he brings that leg back you can it doesn't uh bend the other way like it ultimately did but he said that you could you could see the bone protruding a bit when he yeah. put the weight on it and then they threw a couple of punches. Nobody connected. 
And when he went to really step back on the foot, that's when it completely bent underneath him. And man, that's such a common injury. Like you see guys wrapping their shin around another guy's shin. You know, Chris Sil- Weidman Silva. just did it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Long Island dude, right? Yeah. Well, the, the irony behind it was Anderson Silva did snapped did his hit, leg yeah, and yeah. then Weidman snapped his leg yeah. last fight yeah. and had to get reconstructive surgery Dude, th- those, on his leg. Oh man, that, those injuries are so gross to watch, man. Oh my God. It's just, I don't, you don't wish like these horrible injuries on people. It's just like bittersweet symphony that yeah. it happened to the biggest shit talk, even on the ground. And I think that's why Joe slid on the ground to get that interview was because he was fucking still talking shit. Well, Poirier got a few nice shots to his facha. When he was on the ground after the break, too. Yeah, you don't. Poirier, those hits a, were those hits were personal. Yeah, <laughs> he he um he probably would have won the fight in my unprofessional opinion, but it it definitely was. I would have loved to see it go the distance, but you know it's sad that it happened. But yeah, but we hey, move at on. the end of the day, they both left with millions of dollars. Millions. So moving on, uh, yeah, I want maybe should have mentioned tied this in with the uh, talking snack. I don't mean to pull an Anthony right now and go. Reverse, reverse, but <laughs> it's the most unnecessary thing of the week, I thought. Today is National French Fries Day, and the Guinness record holder for the most expensive fries comes from New York's own Serendipity 3 at $200, a motherfucking plate. I'd read the ingredients, but you know, it's a lot of truffle-related stuff, creams and shavings from all over the world. They, they blanch the shit in Dom Perignon or some shit. That's just unnecessary. Yeah. Across the board. If you're going to get a basket of fries... Go to your local diner and ask for disco fries. If they don't know what the fuck disco fries are, promptly get your stuff and leave. <laughs> uh, make like a tree and get the fuck out of here. Do we want to go into... Oh, well, you know, I wanted to mention this. This is for you guys. I'm the one bringing it up. Uh, I wrote it on here because I, I saw the commercial for it last night. I think it looks fucking awesome. It's going to be fun. ESPN Films is releasing a four-part... Uh, a four-part documentary series called Once Upon a Time in Queens so that's going to follow the 1986 Mets. And uh, again, I'm not necessarily a Mets fan, but that looks really cool. Uh, and that's going to be September 14th and 15th. 1986 Mets. Uh, I'm going to learn you something right here. 1986 Mets is probably... You were just coming out the womb. <laughs> <laughs> I, but dude, 1986 Mets are probably one of the craziest teams. Oh, I know. Just the, the amount of amphetamines and cocaine. <laughs> Yo, Cigarettes. Dude, they, at one point in the season, got into a bar fight with a bunch of Houston cops. <laughs> they destroyed a plane on oh, a man. flight home from one of the playoff series. <laughs> they got into a bunch of fights on the field. Oh, yeah. They were doing drugs. They were, like, looking for fights. Just one of the clips they showed in the, the commercial yeah. it was, like, Strawberry or something saying he's like, we were just looking to hit motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Um a great book about that team is called The Bad Guys Won. Yeah, yeah. Really great book. Um and there was this video. If you can find it online, if you care about the Mets at all, or just baseball, it's a fun video. It's called 1986 Mets, a year to remember. I had that VHS and literally wore it out <laughs> as a kid. I if you put it on right now, I could probably still res- like Yeah talk along to the whole entire video between the songs and it was just it was just a great video you should watch it it's about yeah. an hour it's I'll check, I'll check it's that Wait, what's, what's it on if you look on youtube oh, it's called oh, oh, like oh. just a uh, 86 mets okay. a year to remember it's just fun it was just a fucking crazy team yeah. and oh, then yeah, on that real. team they have like mookie wilson who's like a good boy yeah like they call like mookie used to drink milk like that's what they used to say <laughs> and then gary carter who's like this big religious guy yeah 
but in the middle of that, just like chaotic team. <laughs> Gary it, Carter's just in the back of the plane praying for the whole team. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, that, it's going to be a fun Oh, when do- did the AL get two runs? It's going to be a fun documentary. Yeah. Uh, Definitely look, more worth a four-parter than Derek G. All right, relax. You know, I, listen, <laughs> no you doubt. want to talk about class on and off the field. I, I, I'm coming in here bringing the Mets stuff. But the good yeah, news, who Jared, wants to watch but a gonna, classy guy for four-part series? I'd rather watch yo, cocaine you know, first, snorting, first of all, cigarette smoking, championship kind of, winning New York Queens baseball. All right, listen, <laughs> what kind of message are you sending to the children? Number one. Number two. If you don't want a six-part Jeter series, just watch four of the parts. <laughs> but I was going to say, too, like, even with the Mets, it's like, how are you going to, like, f- four parts? That's a, that's a long time to spend on one season. No, yeah. I mean, yeah, six six I'm parts at. to anything is probably two parts too long. But, yeah. hey, you know, as much as you hate Jeter, you can't argue the fact that he has a storied career. And, and honestly, I mean, the type of career he had, it's like you couldn't write a better script. That motherfucker came through in every clutch situation Ended his career on a high note, hit 3,000 on a high note. Like, you know, it's just, like I said, it's just one of those things. It's I like, did watch his last game, though. Yeah. I Again, you know, not for everybody. I get it. I mean, but I, I, and I totally get the overhype killing it for people. And if you're a New York sports fan and, you know, rooting for the team in Queens instead of the team in the Bronx, like you hear the names constantly. And I get that that's annoying because I was like that with Shohei initially. I was like, all right, relax. This guy's fucking, he ran the first base and tore his shit. Relax. <laughs> um, but uh, I digress. Uh, you know, we got about 10 minutes left this episode. We want to finish strong. Going to get a little bit into the Loki stuff. Uh, we, didn't, we didn't talk about episode four. We didn't talk about episode five. We had our buddy Justin last week. So, you know, we're going to stay in his lane with the, the food stuff. Um, you want a huge callback? Here it is. Let's, Anthony's. Let's hear it, baby. Anthony's typical go back in time, Tarantino Torano. In the second episode. So <laughs> shout out to James for bringing this up. Um, and it, we should have brought it up last podcast, but a chef's hat has a hundred pleats to represent the hundred different ways an egg can be prepared. I thought it was 108. Oh, I'm Benny getting- Crocker <laughs> dropping the knowledge. Well, we know Hold which on. our motto has b- the knowledge. Well, we're fact checking folks, please. Unofficial intelligence. James, I do a really good job of making my sound myself sound like an idiot. I don't need you to do this for me. 100. It's 100. All right. Boom. Good job, James. Oh, wait. It's 102. Shout out, Jeets. <laughs> 100. Yeah, it's 100. 100. I, did, I, I didn't know the specific number, but I knew that the, the pleats pertain to like the egg thing. The pleats in the pants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do they still make pants with pleats? Um. No, but yeah, so uh, so Loki. Loki, episode four, episode five. We all know what season it's in. I'm not even going to get into the season. <laughs> uh, episode four was on... Uh, Lamentous one. Was it? Yeah. Episode four, they were stuck on the planet. Uh, impending no. doom, right? And then five... I think no, talked that was about three. Lamentous. That was three. Four was afterwards... Um, Am I going to be getting a phone call Oh, four this? was um, when they killed the timekeeper. Oh, four was when they got rescued? Yeah, yeah. By Mobius? Yep. Okay. Last minute. Called that one, too. Yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think we knew that uh, he was getting involved there. I, you know, rather than really break down the episodes because I'm, like, far removed at this point. I'm giving you credit, Ben. Steve over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, we, we all we, knew. We, we, but we fucking give him another, enough credit, all right? <laughs> we all listened to last episode. Uh, now, um, I like a lot of the, some, the theories that I've been recently... Uh, reading one of which today i thought was pretty cool hit me 
uh, they're saying one of the fan theories out there is that uh, every episode represents a Infinity Stone. And I think I... Let me just... I'll cut this out if I don't have it on there. Oh, you know what? I didn't put it in. Hold on. Yeah, I, I thought I had the uh, the uh, site in my uh, bookmarks or whatever, but I didn't. Um, but basically, they're saying that how each episode kind of had a particular... Something fuck up? Color, no, don't oh. worry about it. Yeah, it had color like scheme. yeah it had a particular color scheme, and 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 like the like the message in each episode kind of like tied into what that Time story. Reality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like I'll probably fucking butcher this, but I think you well, know. Let's go with the easiest one. What was the purple stone? That's well, that's the space. That's the space stone, and and that was lamentus. Lamentus. Uh, the variant episode um, where we got Richard E. Grant yeah. and those peeps. Uh, they're, they're, they were saying that that was the time stone because everything was green with all the Lokis. Okay. And, uh, and there were some other things that they referenced about that. Um, the, again, I don't know the particular order, but basically the last stone uh, is the space stone, which is Loki's Tesseract. Um, and the space stone is what allows you to like slip in and out of space and time and all that and create those portals. Areas. So they're saying if they're, if this episode is teeing up the multiverse and all that stuff that would make sense that the space stone is kind of like what the last episode hinges on because that is what creates all these pathways to other dimensions and whatever so it was a pretty cool theory i mean i don't know if it holds much weight but you know people like speculating and i you know i thought that was pretty cool um i wish i had the article so i could cite it a little bit better for each episode because they it was really cool like the you know the lengths they went through to like really pinpoint all the things because like i think the second episode if i'm remembering correctly was like Loki was like dealing with his reality or accepting his reality and mm, stuff like that. Mm. And they, so they're saying it was like the, you know, the reality stone and it was like those really cool, you know, like I said, people, the stuff that people come up with is almost more interesting than the actual content yeah. you get. Uh, but, um, do we think we're getting Kang? I mean, I, you know, I, I, I feel like, I feel like it's not going to be Kang just with their like history and stuff. Cause they yeah. like the misdirect almost, but, I mean, they really are teeing everything up for Kang. One of the th one of the theories was that uh, when they um, enchant the Eliath, yeah, that well, the Eliath itself is like a big deal, and the Eliath is what protected Kang's like city or whatever that he like ruled over in the quantum realm. But the Eliath is like more powerful, more powerful than Kang because the Eliath is like the first being to escape time mm -hmm. or whatever so that you know so that has its implications and then when you see mobius driving when he picks up uh sylvie or whatever they drive past that uh sphinx, sphinx. that was kang's spaceship or some shit or it, it was either kang's or galactus because that the castle at the end people were speculating was the, like uh because it was in the like top room was glowing it, it it was uh it looked exactly like galactus's home or, or whatever and in the comics, Galactus was a version of Kang. Like, his his story is kind of, like, a little, like, blurry because he's been a lot of characters through the comics. So they were saying, like, they don't know that they would confuse, like, the casual fan base by throwing all these other things in there. But maybe it could be Galactus that would tie into Eternals. There was a lot of little Easter eggs in this past episode. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I did. They found um, this one account that I follow we're pointing out like Thanos's, um, his oh, name the Thanos, this, yeah, Helicopter. that was, that was his like vehicle in the comics that yeah. like got a lot of like, 
uh, not, not, I mean, not hate, but it was just like laughable. It was stupid. Yeah. But, it, but, but a lot of old, old school comic fans are super pumped to have seen that in there. Did you see Throg in the? You saw Throg. Also, Chris Hemsworth voiced the. Ah! Yeah, it's so funny. And, and there is actually a deleted scene. One of the writers took to his Twitter. There's a deleted scene that they did uh, during when Loki is in the room, like looking at the highlight reel of his life. Yeah. There was a Throg scene in that as well, but they cut that. Um, so I wonder uh, what that one would have been like. But yeah, that that was another cool one seeing that. Um, I, and that, that's something that I paused and like rewound and looked at it you know twice because at the first pass it just looked like a miniature thor really because you see the helmet with the wings and stuff and the the right colors and everything uh it's when i like paused it and i'm like oh shit it's throg i thought yeah i thought that was cool um what i kind of want to know why did everybody go crazy over richard e grant's cameo like why why was he such a big deal to fans because like oddly enough like i wound up watching logan over the weekend great fucking movie so great uh, and was that your first time? No, no, no. I I've seen it. Pl- oh, all right. Bunch of times, and and I own it. And uh, Richard E. Grant is like the scientist in that. Oh That's, yeah, he's like I, the bad dude. Uh, so uh, other than that, like his relationship to in the X Men franchise, I'm like, well, why was everybody going nuts over this? Was dude? were they get going nuts over his cameo, or was it because of the the type of Loki he played? Because that's like no, the, they, just just when they announced his name being involved with the project, and nobody right. knew what he was gonna be. I think people speculated he was going to be like an older Loki or something like that, but yeah, upon announcement, like people were going nuts, and I, I didn't, I never understood that because I'm like, why, why? Let's not forget the best cameo of the show, the alligator. Oh yeah, yeah. Did you see the uh, Lacoste style polo, but it has the two horns on the no. alligator? Dude, it's it's good. I forget what. I mean, th- those are the ads that uh, that I get on <laughs> on my social media, uh, group sex chats, and you know, Marvel related shit. <laughs> We got this guy pinned down. Yeah, seriously. Um, no, but uh, fun two episodes for yeah, sure. Yeah, no, yeah, definitely um, leaves think, you on a big um, cliffhanger for sure as they're approaching the castle at the end. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Hiddleston. Yeah, said that those were his two favorite episodes. The last two. The f- uh, four and five. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I like the uh, president. I'm Lucky. always a sucker for like the relationships and stuff like that that they build. You could. We mentioned that, you know, with him and Sylvie and stuff like that, he's like basically got to the point of almost saying like that he was in love with her and all that, you know, but one of the things I was watching, they were like, they think that that scene where he's like really opening up to Sylvie and like about to express his love never gets a chance to, uh, they're thinking that it's like a misdirect and that either maybe he's still up to something or maybe Sylvie is. Maybe Sylvie is working for this mysterious person behind the TVA that we don't know yet. Just trying to get Loki there. Maybe. I I don't know. I mean, but, you know, it's like I I mentioned, it's like I feel like you never take anything at face value because there's there's been times where Loki has seemed genuine only to fuck over his brother and stuff. I mean, we do get the vibe that he really has changed because you see him like looking at all these other Lokis and he's kind of like. This is what I want my life to be. Well, no, seeing the other Lokis and realizing like those are where those are different places he was at in his life because all those other Lokis are still like you know kind of I don't know like bitter resentful are the words really but kind of they got the chip on their shoulder they're always kind of they're always trying to take advantage like you know Tom Hiddleston playing that other presidential Loki whatever you want to call him and uh and he was in cahoots with um I forget how how they referred to the uh boastful boastful Loki he was in cahoots with him and then but everybody like 
turned on one another in that moment. And then, yeah. and then we had uh, his arm bit we, had, we had a road we had a roadhouse adjacent fight scene with Loki's. I thought that was awesome. There was a lot of funny shit happening in that scene. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, man, I, I thought that was great. Um, that whole episode, beginning to end, like when the kid Loki's like, he's like, so you know, what's your like? Why did you get? Why did you be called a variant? And he was like, uh, I killed Thor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's like, uh, what? <laughs> I don't know. It was, it's definitely a, like a little fun thing to unpack, like the whole show, like psychology wise. And you're like, all right, maybe you're like, maybe this is the, the good side of Loki. But then like in the back of my head, what you were saying is like, it, what's the, the end game here for him? Yeah. Like, what does he want to do? Is it, is it truly to help Sylvie? Cause that's what it seems like now. I feel like we're going into this final episode, like we were going into the final episode of WandaVision. Mm. Yeah. Where we're like, there's Completely so much wrong. shit to do. <laughs> yeah. How are they going to do it in one episode? And WandaVision, even though those episodes were like 40 minutes, yeah, they did it. So I'm kind of like super pumped for this episode because there's so much to do. Yeah. And find out. And, and you know they're going to stick the landing because yeah, they've know, done it three times now. I'm super pumped times. too because I know I'll, uh, I'll be up late editing and then... I'm going to be hopping oh, up on, 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 on the brown juice. It I might is. just be watching that at 3 a.m. So we'll see. And hands down, best Disney Plus or Marvel um, show so far. My yeah, opinion. I, I agree. We've um, been watching it on Thursday, but I think we're going to have to make the exception tomorrow. Because oh, there's no baseball got, tomorrow. You got to, man. You got to. So obviously Black Widow's next. But what's like next next? What if? What if is the next series? Yeah. What if is the next series? Okay. Then we have... When does that start? August? I want to say August. And then right after what if... Eternals? We have, are, are, are you talking about shows or movies? Just in, like what's... Oh, oh, yeah. When's the Hawkeye? Does they have like a release date? Hawkeye? Ha I don't even think they casted the female lead yet. Are you sure? Oh, it's, no, no. Yeah, they it's, did. Because uh, I just watched Legends. It's and, What's Your Face? It's uh, uh, Haley... What is it? Seinfeld? Steinfeld or whatever? You know what I'm talking about? No. Yeah, I know yeah, who she yeah. is. I, 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 I thought she got choose cast as. We have that. We have what if. We have, I think, Hawkeye's after that. Yeah, Hawkeye is coming up. This is just the shows. Then you have um, the fucking one that I'm so excited about, Moon Knight, which um, Poe Dameron, Oscar Isaac, mm -hmm, is, mm -hmm. is doing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah, is yeah. such an awesome character, which should have been brought in with Punisher, and I'm glad it didn't. Um, and then you have She-Hulk. Oh, yeah, She-Hulk, that's right. That's at the end of the line. Show or movie? Show. Show. But Eternals, um, I think, is in between somewhere. What If is the um, animated one. Mm -hmm. Looks yeah. really cool. Yeah, it does look um, cool. What's his name from Westworld is voicing the Watcher. The scientist. Did you guys the watch The Black Guy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can't also, remember. Also, the, the dude who's playing... Uh, Detective Gordon yes. in the new Batman. Yeah, I like that guy. I forget his name. He's awesome too. I you know, he you ever see uh the movie uh Game Night with uh Oh god, what's your name? Wait, the, is that the one that's like Clue? Uh it's Jason Bateman. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. He he pl he he plays a character in that that I absolutely love. I think he's so funny. Um cuz he's like a classically trained actor that's like because basically they set up this like game night thing where yes. it's supposed to be like a live action 
thing, but then it goes like terribly wrong and it actually is like a kidnapping and, mm -hmm. but they think they're still playing a game. Mm -hmm. Uh, fun movie. But anyways, yeah, that, that guy's in and he's hilarious. Um, so yeah, a lot to look forward to on, uh, with Marvel and, uh, definitely pumped for tomorrow for sure. Um, but we, like I said, we, we weren't going to get too crazy going into all the details of the last two episodes. You guys watch it. You know what the hell's going on. Uh, and also we got a special guest next week. Uh, let's just say it's going to be a marvelous uh -huh. episode. We're going to talk about Loki finale as well as the whole series. We're going to uh, get into Black Widow. I want to let you guys know I did watch Black Widow on Friday. I watched it twice, as a matter of fact. Hey. I'm getting my $30 premiere access worth, all right? Uh, and I'm probably going to watch it a third time. Uh, I thought it was great. I thought it, I really, really enjoyed it. Did you watch it, Ant? No, I need you didn't to. Watch it yet? I have a couple weddings the next couple mm -hmm, weeks, mm -hmm, so I'm mm -hmm, trying to find yeah, yeah, time. Yeah, likely story. Um, but yeah, great movie. You guys are going to enjoy that thoroughly. It's definitely worth the wait. I'm excited because I, I read something online where like somebody was shit-talking that movie. I don't think they saw it, but they oh, were yeah. saying it was going to be bad. I uh, like, did oh. I, a friend of mine, uh, I saw his post today where he was like, uh, I'd rather watch Thor Dark World over and over again for the rest of my life than, than sit through Black Widow again. And I was like, I saw that. I was like, dude, that's an aggressive stance on this movie that was like, I really can't find too many gripes with. You know what I mean? Like, I know, the, I know what the most uh, common gripe with the movie is, but I don't agree. So, did, she, did she die in Endgame? Yeah. Uh, Natasha Romanoff? Yeah. Yeah. How'd she die? She, she sacrificed. sacrificed for the soul stone. Oh, yeah, 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 that's right. Um, and so this is like pre... Yeah, this takes place... This takes pre place... Pre-Thanos stuff? Yeah, this takes place right before Infinity War. Right after Civil War, but before Infinity War. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, so while Hulk is flying away into space. Yeah, and, while, and when the band breaks up and goes their separate ways and stuff yeah. like that, uh, and the tie-in to that... Um, I was telling Billy, we were talking about it. He watched it um, Friday as well. And, uh, you know, we were going back and forth a little bit. And I, I was saying, I was like, it, it almost, it, it, you know, I don't even think it will happen, but it's like they can almost set up another movie when, uh, when you, where, where you see Natasha part ways and she goes off. No spoilers here, you know, but um, it, I, I, would, I would sign up for the time from that and mm -hmm. fill in the gap from the end of that to Infinity War, and I think that would make for an awesome movie as well. Yeah. And when you when you see it, you'll know what I'm talking about. Uh, also, uh, an end credit scene, not that like mid credit scene. It's all the way at the end. Yeah. yeah. Um, but again, enjoyed that, and uh, we're going to be talking about that in detail next week. We got a special guest, so be on the lookout for that. Uh, what's his name? The Builder. No. <laughs> What's his uh, name? That's from, Billiam <laughs> from Stranger Things and Hellboy, which uh, I didn't David see. Harbor. David Harbor. He is my absolute. Besides Scarlett Johansson's and the girl playing her sister, by far my favorite part of the movie. Absolutely hilarious. He's so hilarious, he's such bro. Awesome actor. Uh, I wish you got. Oh man, dude, he's he just makes the movie so fucking much better just with his timing of everything and. There's also, I don't know if it goes back to the source material, but his character is the Red Guardian. Isn't Red Guardian Moon Knight? Like, wasn't that supposed to be a series or something with those two and it never... I don't know about that. Yeah, I've been reading a lot. I'm mixing up a lot of articles. But I heard that he's, he's volleying for a Red Guardian movie. Uh, dude, sign me up. 
and again, you you know why, you know, because he he spin he spins a, a, a mighty tale. Yeah, you know, with the stories that he uh, talks about, because he's the you know first Russian super soldier, first and only, um, you know, and then obviously we had our time in our history where U.S. and Russia were you know battling it out on multiple fronts. We can get to space first, all that stuff, and so some of the stories, it's just man, it's it's fucking great. He is great. I'm all for it. I'm glad he's back in the MCU. Hellboy didn't do so well with him. Yeah, I wanted uh, to see that, but the reviews. Are... Uh, yeah, I didn't see. I, I enjoyed the first one. With the other guy that played uh, Hellboy. Um, what can I think of his name? Yeah, it's not important. Anyways. <laughs> Lucifer. Beelzebub. Yeah, so. Damien. So, yeah, so that's probably going to do it for us this week. Uh, we got an, uh, another awesome episode heading your way next week, and that's going to be a fun one. Um, if you're just joining the podcast, we thank you. We always thank you guys for making it this far. We appreciate you guys. We appreciate you guys checking out the YouTube video for the Hot Sauce Challenge. That, that lives on YouTube now forever. You can watch it, you know, you have a lonely night, you need some comforting, want to hear our voices. Uh, it's there for you always. Check it out. Subscribe to the channel. Um, help us get a URL that everybody could remember. Uh, follow us on our socials. Uh, we're on all of them, Instagram, TikTok. We always have the links for you in the notes. They're in our bios. Uh, again, uh, we thank you for helping us out. Thank you for getting the votes in. Congrats once again to Katie for winning our first unofficial intelligence hot sauce challenge. She's a true champion. And uh, yeah, we thank you guys as always. Uh, and we'll see you guys next week. Ci vediamo. Call me Shohai.